this week in the parish of bourses and market structure. Exchange-traded derivatives are not weapons of mass destruction, says the boss of the National Stock Exchange of India. Tadawool has a 50 IPO pipeline, and the CME Group, they're launching 20-year US Treasury bonds. My name is Patrick L. Young. Welcome to the Bourse Business Weekly Digest. It's the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast, Episode 127. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very brief reduction of highlights amongst the key headlines from the week in market structure. All the analysis of the many events of the past seven days can be found in Exchange Invest's daily newsletter for subscribers, the unique guide to the bourse business sent daily to your inbox. More details at exchangeinvest.com. Kazakhstan had a bit of a kerfuffle this week. Revolutionaries in the streets all seem to be somewhat on hold by the middle of the week. However, nevertheless, that didn't stop there being a several-day hiatus in the exchange business. The Kazakhstan Exchange Ks, they had resumed currency trading as of Wednesday the 12th of January as the situation in Almaty stabilised. In the Middle East, Saudi's Tadawul, which had a successful IPO itself only a month or so ago, it has some 50 applications for IPOs filed and in the pipeline. Over in the UK, exchanges and clients are heading for a clash over UK market data. The UK's FCA, Financial Regulator, is concerned about competition in wholesale data markets. The banks have been caught in their natural position of Max Winge, leading the often worryingly erratic UK regulatory authorities to investigate. Perhaps they might actually address regulatory impediments which preclude new entrants as much as any alleged crime on the current providers, let alone perish the thought we could ever see a mature discussion about the shyster-like multi-basis point hogging customer charges of the financial institutions themselves. NASDAQ, they've partnered with Tribe Freedom Foundation to support survivors of financial crime. The Philippine Bourse, which had just announced it was going back to full working hours, as a result of Omicron, the COVID variant, they're cutting their trading sessions for a fortnight from January the 14th to January the 31st. The SAT, that's the Appeals Tribunal in India, they quashed a 6 crore rupee, that's 810,000 US dollars or nearly, a fine was quashed on NSE, the National Stock Exchange of India, ruling that SEBI were beyond their mandate in fining the NSE for investing in other enterprises. Meanwhile, arrest warrant news. Belgium, they have issued an international arrest warrant against the Libyan Investment Authority's chairman. According to the Belgian magazine De Tide, the arrest warrant issued against Ali Mahmoud was aimed to investigate lost interest on the Libyan Investment Authority's billions at Euroclear. Seems like somebody may have been dipping into the dividends over the course of several years, allegedly. 
The Belgian government released interest worth some 15 billion euros, which were later transferred to foreign accounts in London and Bahrain, according to the allegations. The concern is, of course, that if the changes are proven, then the Belgian government and Euroclear itself may be liable. Over in Korea, the Seoul Bourse KRX, they're going to be providing capital market information in English. Bring it on, we say. Results this week, no actual parish firms. The somewhat controversial spread betting and CFD brokerage house plus 500 saw its revenues jump to a record of $718 million during 2021, of which $160 million came in Q4. Exchange Invest is the daily must-read by the most influential figures operating the world's best markets. We invite you to join the exclusive group of Bourse bosses and other C-suite executives who make Exchange Invest the Exchange of Information, their daily business intelligence guide to markets the world over. Exchange Invest is available to subscribers at US$200 per user per year or currency equivalent. You can get more details at exchangeinvest.com or email me, patrick at derivativesvision.com. It's already a busy month for new markets in the parish of bourses. All the information was in Exchange Invest Daily, the newsletter no person can afford to be without in capital markets and market structure. For the sake of this podcast, here are a couple of edited highlights. Bridge up! India has launched a whole new and interesting and exciting platform, somewhere where you can transact companies' recurring revenue, treating subscriptions as an asset class. Tradex, they've launched an app and they're aiming to revolutionize the predictions markets. And then in Amsterdam, D2X has raised some 5 million euros to build a pan-European institutional exchange for derivatives on digital assets. Fascinating news of the week, which is not quite a new market, but it's going to be something developing into a rather interesting new wing of an existing market. BSE, that's the Sofia-based Bulgarian Stock Exchange, and Athex Group, the Hellenic Republic's exchange, they've signed a framework agreement for the development of Bulgarian derivatives. In deals news this week, the London Stock Exchange. They're funding Bond Click's expansion into Europe, leading a 7.5 million funding round to help Wall Street's first centralised corporate debt quote system expand across the European continent. The Swiss Exchange 6, they're eyeing Latin America for expansion. In other words, catching up to the old BME strategy, which was never truly fulfilled over the course of the previous 20 years when it was still independent before it was bought by the Swiss exchange. In Cryptoland this week, Pakistan's FIA, that's the Federal Investigation Agency, their version of the CIA or the FBI, they issued a notice to various apps linked to the popular cryptocurrency exchange Binance. Accusations of fraud flying left, right and centre with Pakistani investors having it seemed had an issue with some $100 million, or that's 17.7 Pakistani rupees, 17.7 billion Pakistani rupees, I hasten to add. LCX Exchange, they've lost $6.8 million in their hot wallet to hackers amid the ongoing Bitcoin crash of January, 
and Coinbase, they announced that nearly the entire company will shut down for four week-long breaks in 2022 to allow workers to recharge. Product news this week. Ties, the International Stock Exchange, formerly known as the Channel Islands Stock Exchange, they set an all-time new record with 1,111 new listings in 2021. That surpassed their 2018 record of 865. The National Stock Exchange of India Chief Vikram LeMay, he's been rather voluble, noting that derivatives are not weapons of mass destruction. That coming in a week where various commodity products in India were once again under pressure, simply because Indians don't like inflation. Don't blame the markets. Blame lots of other things instead, ladies and gentlemen. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group, they're going to be launching 20-year US Treasury bond futures on March the 7th, while the Abu Dhabi Securities Exchange have selected FTSE Russell as benchmark administrator for their domestic indices. The National Stock Exchange of India again, they're launching derivatives on mid-cap stocks. That's their mid-cap stock index, the Nifty 50 mid-cap select. That's coming up on January the 24th. BSE, the Bombay Stock Exchange, their Indian INX in the Gift City Exchange Centre, they've tied up with Sova Capital of Moscow to facilitate investing in the Russian stock market. Meanwhile, the FSC, the regulator in Korea, are introducing measures to revitalize Conex, the small cap exchange in Korea. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly. We welcome your feedback. You can contact me directly, patrick at derivativesvision.com, with any comments. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, we would welcome you giving us a thumbs up. Or if you have time, a positive review will always be welcome, wherever you find this podcast. And finally in product news this week, an interesting crypto creep into US politics, as candidates have started to offer NFTs as part of their endless desire for campaign finance. Actually, before we go, let's just mention one record in the world of exchange volumes. We don't usually discuss volumes on this podcast, but I'm going to make an exception here as this is an awesome number and it's a harbinger of great green things to come. The Intercontinental Exchange, they hosted a record number of carbon permit trades during 2021. Second, that's a great opportunity to remind you to tune in for the awesome Gordon Bennett of ICE coming up this Tuesday on the IPO Vid live stream. Technology news this week, Trading Technologies, they've invested $6.35 million in KRM22, entered into a distribution agreement for their entire suite of risk management products. It's not quite a full takeover, but Keith Todd's baby will, of course, be very close to seven ridge-owned Trading Technologies where Keith Todd himself is the sound choice as the new CEO. London Metals Exchange, they had a bit of a whoops nasty, a power outage at a third-party data centre, caused connectivity issues leading to a five-hour halt in trading this week. And in the app stores, the hot thing to have in China this week, the CBDC wallet. The pilot version of China's official digital yuan wallet app became the most downloaded app in local mobile app stores. Career paths, first of all, a huge valet, RIP. The iconic futures broker, Robert J. O'Brien, who was the chairman of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange in 1967 to 1968, famed for his eponymous brokerage, R.J. O'Brien. Farewell to the 103-year-old futures veteran.
The CBN Deputy Governor, that's the Central Bank of Nigeria, Mrs. Aisha Ahmad, has been appointed Chairman of a Rejuvenated Commodity Exchange Board, the Nigerian Commodity Exchange PLC. Let's hope that leads the market to fruition soon. Over in Abu Dhabi, the Securities Exchange also gets a new chairman. They have appointed Hisham Khalid Taufik Abdul Khalik Malak as the new chairman. Nepal, they're shortlisting five applicants for the post of CEO. One other final personal message of the week. Having crossed the Sydney Poitiers Bridge in Nassau during our daily peregrinations to see Arawak X and speak also at their inaugural investor conference last October. It was an opportune moment to recall a titan of film in the post-war era, RIP, to a brilliant Bahamian talent who became a living legend. Elsewhere in jobs news, a little update. It's the best time in 50 years to apply for work or switch jobs as vacancies hit record levels in the UK, says City AM. But temper that if you're in the financial sector. Integrity Research notes layoffs on Wall Street surged in December 2021. Seems like that hiring bonanza may be more Main Street than Wall Street right now. One man who's not too worried about the hiring bonanza is the Binance CEO, CZ. He's the richest crypto billionaire of them all with a net worth valued at a cool $96 billion, according to Bloomberg. That apparently makes the Binance founder the world's richest person. However, will a $100 billion fortune be sufficient to guarantee CZ's liberty long term? I wonder. And on that mysterious and magnificent note, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode 127 of the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to catch our daily newsletter in the meantime at exchangeinvest.com, open to all subscribers who want to understand better the business of bourses. It only remains for me to say, ladies and gentlemen, as the executive director of Valerium, I wish you a great week in blockchain, life and markets. This show relates to the business of bourses. It is not to be construed as investment advice, nor are we making any investment recommendations. Please consult an investment advisor before you make any investments, and for goodness sake, do your due diligence and do not make investments without complying with the regulations in your home state. Exchange Invest cannot be held responsible for any investment decisions made as a result of our programme, which is for entertainment purposes only. The material herein is copyright Patrick L. Young at the date of publication, while our music and sound effects are sourced from copyright-free sources. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly, the exchange of information.